There's no secret formula for scaling support and boosting customer satisfaction. But there is the all-new service hub from HubSpot, bringing service and support together in one powerful platform so you can deliver the best experiences possible and free up reps' time with an AI-powered help desk. Also, you can keep customers happy. Secrets out. Service Hub is a game changer. Visit HubSpot.com service to learn more. Howdy, folks. It is Friday, June 24th. I'm Jacob Cohen. I'm sitting here with Juliet Bennett-Ryla, and right now you are listening to The Hustle Daily Show. Okay, let's get down to business. Today, we're going to be talking about remote work. Interest in remote jobs is higher than ever, and understandably so. 38% of remote workers say that they regularly work from bed, but we're teetering on the brink of a recession, and that trend may not last for long. Juliet is going to tell us all about it, but before we get to that, let's fill you on on the latest in business and tech. Let's get crack all right, first things first, we got a lot of flight cuts. United Airlines will cut 12% of its flights out of its Newark, New Jersey hub in an effort to reduce delays there. The cut equates to about 50 fewer flights per day from the airport. Right now, we have this situation all over where airlines, airports, and everyone involved in that entire industry basically slashed staff during peak pandemic times, and now demand is way up. But the supply of staff just has not recovered. And that's a big reason behind a lot of these delays. It's kind of like what happened with gas, where demand had plummeted, production slowed, and now demand is back up. But wait, there's not enough oil to meet that demand. All right, moving along. Some news out of Meta yesterday. The company said if Instagram users try to edit their dates of birth so that they are deemed to be over 18, they will require additional verification through either uploaded IDs through asking their adult Instagram friends to vouch for them or by submitting videos of their faces that will be analyzed to estimate their ages by AI. <laughs> and the first thing I thought when reading that is just sucks for the late bloomers. Yeah, <laughs> totally. It does, right? It does. It's like finding that guy outside of the gas station that'll buy you beer, except it's like your weird <laughs> online internet friend Yeah, exactly. say that you're 18. Exactly. All right. And what is next? This was kind of creepy along these lines. Uh, Amazon plans to build a system that will let Alexa mimic any voice after listening to only a minute of recorded audio. The company revealed an experimental feature that allows the AI assistant to mimic the voices of, say, a user's dead relatives. During a presentation, they showed a video of a kid asking Alexa to have his dead grandma read him a story from a book, which is cool. But it is not for me. I can tell you that. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I've read a lot of horror stories that basically contain something very similar. Right? Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. That's uh, straight out of Black Mirror. 100%. Some unfortunate news out of Netflix. The company is laying off 300 people or 3% of the company as growth has slowed. This comes just a month or so after a lack of over 150 others. Most of these cuts that happened yesterday were outside of the U.S., though. Okay. So, Juliet, mm -hmm. we both work remotely. Kind of, sort of, right? We both can work remotely. I live close to the office in Cambridge, Massachusetts, so I go in a lot. But you live about 3,000 miles away in L.A., correct? Yeah, that is correct. I pretty much can't go to the office even if I wanted to. Right. So you work from home, it's safe to say. Or is yeah, that correct? absolutely. Okay. So we're at a pretty interesting moment in the story of remote work right now where we started the pandemic and very quickly 
we had to both adjust to remote work. A lot of people did. But you also saw all these companies and futurists come out saying things like, this is here to stay, folks. This is the future that we're living in right now. But now, almost three years later, you're seeing executives like Tim Cook of Apple call remote work the mother of all experiments. They've been trying to get people to come back to the office there. You have folks like Mr. Elon Musk tell his employees that they must work in person at a Tesla office or, and I quote, pretend to work somewhere else. So obviously, that's an extreme example, but it is representative of this struggle when it comes to remote work. And on top of all this, we're now teetering on the brink of a recession. So in today's email, you dove into what impact a recession may or may not have on these trends. Why don't you tell us all about that? So this is something that Atlantic journalist Derek Thompson, he's the author of the Work in Progress newsletter, was pondering in his most recent article is how a recession might impact this whole work from home thing that we've been doing. And I think the the biggest thing here, and this kind of does tie back to Elon Musk, is if we come into a recession, we're probably looking at layoffs. There's a lot of speculation that Elon Musk was basically sending out that email to try to get people to quit because, sure. you know, the next day he announced there would be layoffs. Yeah. So basically what, what Thompson was saying is, you know, we all know that it's been a job seekers market lately. Companies are offering higher wages, better perks. They want to lure talent in. We're in the midst of the great resignation. We're seeing a lot of people leaving their jobs to go do something else entirely or to find a better job. Yeah. If, however, a recession came along and all of a sudden companies were cutting back and they were laying people off, Thompson writes, that it could put the power back in the boss's hands. And then it would be about what do bosses want? And half of them apparently think in-office workers are more productive than people working from home. Ah, Okay. <laughs> and so he also pointed to a, a Bloomberg article in which real estate developer Stephen Ross suggested that employees might go back just because they're afraid of being laid off. There was <laughs> yeah. a survey from the Pew Research Center in which 14% of people who had returned to the office said they did so because they were afraid that they were missing out on work opportunities because they were at home and they're less visible. They're not spending time with the boss. So, oh, you yeah. know, when it comes time to lay off, who are they going to choose? And also generationally, it may be a factor. And as you said, we both have the option to work from home. You choose to go in and you are Gen Z. That is correct. I am a millennial. Another huh. survey found that Gen Z, actually 63% of them want in-person training. Only about a quarter consider work from home important. Some of this may be a factor because they went to school online and now they're at work online and like that's yeah. not very fun for them. It sucks. <laughs> yeah. How do you feel about it? Like you go into the office. Right. Why do you go into the office? Uh, a couple reasons, because the office, to be honest, is not full. So it's not like I'm going in to sit around a floor full of people. I'm really just going in to get out. I, like you said, I am Gen Z. I was in college during peak COVID times. I uh, had to take basically a year's worth of classes through Zoom. And let me tell you, it f***ing sucked. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. So... But the flexibility of remote work is fantastic. An interesting part of this whole thing is there are going to be people who say they're more productive at home. There are going to be people who say they're more productive in the office. There are going to be leaders who say that their workers are more productive in the office. And there are going to be leaders who say that that's not the case. The hard part of this is it really changes uh, company to company, culture to culture, role to role, team to team, person to person. And that's why you're seeing so many challenges now, because there's not one right answer. At the beginning, it was remote work is here to stay. Then it was like, no, hybrid is actually the greatest thing ever. And now it's like, wait a second, 
is just in person, like we're used to be doing it <laughs> the right way to do it. Mm-hmm. And these companies just don't know what to do. And like you said, it was a worker's market for the last couple of years that could be switching soon. You know, they had all the pull in terms of flexibility and benefits and everything. And who wouldn't want to work from home for a couple of years? It's great. But now, a couple of years later, some people kind of want to go back in and some people don't. And uh, so it's just interesting to see how this develops. Right. You know, another thing about a recession is a great way to cut costs that isn't laying people off is like not having an office. Oh, you don't say. (laughs) And, you know, that's another factor to consider because it's not just the real estate itself, which depending on where you're located could be very expensive, but it's also electricity, internet. You got to hire a custodian service. You probably want to provide coffee and snacks. Absolutely. There's a survey from Global Workplace Analytics that found that companies could save an average of $11,000 per year per half-time remote employee. So obviously that figure would be higher if you're talking about a full-time employee. Yeah. At the same time, the average employee saves $4,000 a year by not going into the office. And that factors uh-huh. in things like their commute, whether that's you know driving to work. Obviously, that is getting very expensive. That's that poll on both sides where it's like Mm -hmm. the company could save money, but then the employees can save money. There's reasons for going in. There's reasons for staying remote. And that's why it's hard. Yeah. And I think it's going to continue to be pretty difficult. And even for the employee themselves, I think it's difficult. Like I would not say that I don't ever get lonely working in my house by myself every day, all day. (laughs) But I have found that when I do go into an office or to a co-working space, Because of the type of work that I do, which is almost entirely writing and editing, I'll end up being in an office full of people and then I will go hide somewhere with noise canceling headphones on because I can't interact with them. Exactly. That's the role by role thing I'm talking Mm -hmm. about where there are roles like I'm not a salesperson, but if I was, I have a feeling I would enjoy working in a room of salespeople where we're all motivating each other and hearing someone hit the gong when they land a sale. But as writers, you know, I think most writers will tell you they need quiet to work. Right, right. So that's a good point there. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's just going to come down to each individual person. I was reading something in that same article that was like, what if Gen Z starts making fun of millennials because Gen Z wants to go back and all of a sudden they'll be like, yeah, millennials are like these frumpy losers marinating <laughs> in their sweatpants who like don't Oh, what's that called? A goblin, goblin mode. mode. Yeah. Go back to goblin mode. Yeah, it's true. But then like, you know, when I think about the things that I do actually because I work from home, it's like, yeah, I go to the gym at like 6 a.m. and then I go to yoga for like I'm so much healthier because I'm not sitting on a bus for that amount of time. So I don't know if my commute was like 20 minutes and I got to see people and maybe someone had like a really cute dog that they brought to the office. Sure. But if my (laughs) commute's an hour and a half or if I'm driving and I don't drive, but if I did and I was spending a ton of money on gas, then I might feel differently. So it's going to be interesting. You know, I just read a study that showed sitting two hours on a bus every day in commutes actually reduces the risk of uh, heart disease. Really? Because <laughs> it killed my knees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was not true, by the way. <laughs> so, Is it because this person meditated and got really chill? Like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Not true. Please don't quote me on that. Yeah. Um, I did that for two weeks and felt like I could hardly walk. Like I went to that beach in that M. Night Shyamalan movie and I aged 60 years overnight. Mm. Yeah. And bada bing, bada boom. That's going to do it for us today, folks. Thank you so much for tuning in to The Hustle Daily Show. I'm Jacob Cohen here with Juliet Benarila. Feel free to hit us up on Twitter. We're a proud part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. 
Our editor today is Robert Hartwig and our executive producer is Darren Clark. If you like what you heard, we've got a lot more tech and business coverage in our newsletter that goes out every weekday and Sunday. It has over 2 million subscribers, so check it out at thehustle.co. See you tomorrow.